Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Brian, a.k.a. Big Tasty, a.k.a. Mr. Probs. Look, serving in worship and production can be one of the most rewarding experiences, but it can also feel like... I'm a worship pastor. I'm a production pastor. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 92 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast, where we aim to encourage, entertain, and equip worship and tech leaders all over the world. Sponsored by Planning Center Online. What's up, Big Tasty and Scott? What is up, dudes? Hey, hey. my dudes. Dude, so when I was doing the intro right there, because sometimes I close my eyes if I don't feel like I'm going to get it right. I just stared at Brian the entire time. Like, I was just right locked in with him. I had the and tiger, it was money. baby. I had the tiger. Uh, yeah, it was like he was just sending that juju through. It's like it was, I'm, I felt I, real good. I kind of feel like I'm not even in the room. Not even a part of this. No. no I'm going to go. No. I'm going to go so. do something different. Thanks. I appreciate it. Right. Somebody's got to bring Somebody's got to bring the weight. So you, you, can't, you can't go. <laughs> I totally agree. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us for episode 92 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Big Tasty, Brian, do you want to take a second and tell everyone about our amazing sponsor, Planning Center Online? I would love to, Jer. I would love to. Okay, so Planning Center has a free app for your congregation. It's called Church Center. If you use certain Planning Center applications, you can give the people in your church access to an app where they can connect to the life of your church by checking in their families, giving, joining groups, managing their personal profile information, and registering for events. And it's free. You can learn learn more at planning.center slash church dash center. She is the, Big Tasty is the planning center ninja. Did you see that? (laughs) I mean, he, either that or he's been doing Zumba again. I can't figure that out. So yeah, guys, check out Planning Center if you haven't already. You know, all of us use it for our services app. I mean, I don't know how we plan services without it, um, but they have so many other apps that really can change the landscape of how you organize and do ministry, and it's worth it for Absolutely. you to go check it out. So, Absolutely. guys, go and check it out. Well, boys, so good to have the the, the fearsome threesome back together again. Um, soon and very soon, we're going to be hanging out in person at the Experience Conference. How's how's my boys doing? Hanging in, man. Hanging in. Just counting. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, even though I, I, w- I probably wouldn't have gone on like a ton of trips during COVID, I, yeah. the fact that I couldn't makes me really miss travel. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, yeah. really looking forward to just getting away. <clears throat> I, I'm be honest. I have flown three times in the last month mm-hmm. and travel's not fun anymore with all the masks and everything. It's so weird, isn't Flying, it? Yeah. It, dude, it... Dude, when I, I when I flew uh, I flew to Mississippi a couple weeks ago, and um, on the way I had to stop in Nashville, and I was sitting in the Nashville airport waiting for my connection. And there's like dudes walking around with like AR-15s. Like <laughs> it is, really? it is weird. Oh, dude, it's wow. weird. And, and you have to wear that mask the whole time, and it's ridiculous. Masks and beards like mine do not go together, like <laughs> at all. Like it it puts this crease underneath. Oh gosh. It, yeah, it was terrible. So. <laughs> yeah, Bye. we were coming through uh, 
first time we flew since like February, which is again, so weird. We were coming through Denver and my wife just turned around and there was, everybody's masked up. And there was one family in full masks and in the, uh, like the shield deals, like both. Oh yeah. And she's just like, if, if you would take a picture of this and then could send it to us in January of this year. Oh yeah. We would have been like, what is going on? Like what movie are, are we in? It's, uh, man, it's just, it's a weird time. And I think experience is going to be, it's going to be interesting because how many of us are like, anytime we're there, we're like, what's up? It's like this great family reunion. Now we're like, what's up? Don't six feet, six feet. Don't talk. How are we? Just what? Um, I really miss you. Give you can I give you a virtual right. hug? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy too, because if you have seen Brian Tabor in person, you don't want to stay six feet away. Oh. Like you got, you got, it's like a magnet. It's like a magnetic yeah. pull. You know what I mean? It's like the tides. Oh, 100%. Oh my gosh. Oh my yeah. Gosh. They just literally pull you in. It's kind of like, it's just you, craziness. You just kind of tuck in right there. <laughs> you guys, yeah, dude. <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing you. I can't believe John is Jonathan Wright coming to experience. No, <clears throat> I mean Jonathan Wright is is probably more of a student pastor, yeah, than he is a wor- wor- uh, student, worship tech. student pastor slash recording artist slash tech guy yes. slash taco connoisseur, right? So, um, so guys, what's going on? I'm curious, like, how what's church life? for you guys right now? Like how is, I know, I think all of us in our, are meeting again. Like, what are you guys, what are you learning in this season right now? Um, as, as you're trying to kind of figure out the new normal. Well, uh, we just took three days away. We do it an annual, we call it an advance cause we don't retreat. We advance. So we took a, an annual advance with our leadership team and I sat down with them and I said that one of the hardest parts of senior leadership is vision because you know, people are like, what's the, what's the vision, boss? What, what's vision? Where are we going? What are we doing? What are we doing? You know, and on in normal times, that's difficult. <laughs> in COVID times, it's impossible. Oh, man. It's like, what's our vision? I'm like, uh, can we just, do, I want to see people come to know Jesus. And like, can we just do that? Um, we had, I think we made a miscalculation, <clears throat> at least where we are. We're meeting again physically. Our children's and youth ministries are not open. They're going to open again in a couple weeks. I'm a little nervous about that, but we are going to proceed with it. But we thought, okay, we're gonna we're gonna open back up, and then we're gonna open with a small number of people, and it's gonna keep climbing, and we're gonna get back in like four or five weeks. We'll be back to, um, you know, a, a decent. And what we thought was short term is not short term, and so mm-hmm. we're in the new in the new kind of long term reality. So we're having to ask the questions. How do we do, if this is long, it's the only thing I know to do, guys. Like, how do we do this long-term? Because mm-hmm. this is all we know right now. And then if it shifts, then we're going to shift. But I think what we're finding is, um, man, our production <clears throat> our production team is just getting hammered right now because we have people who are like, I'm not coming back, so I'm not going to be able to, to serve. Or some, like literally you know, I'm talking to our, 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 one of our main production guys. And he's like, I have people who will not serve on my team because they have to wear masks. I have people who will not serve yeah. on my team because, um, they're, they, uh, they want to wear, like some people are like, I want to wear mask. you know, I'm not coming if you wear masks and I'm not mm-hmm. coming if you don't wear masks. Like, it's just, you're all, you're all over the place. And so we're yeah. trying to figure out, we're probably seeing out of all of our audience, only about 10 or 15%, maybe 20% are physically in our building. And so it's this complete mind shift because we're like, well, who is our audience? I mean, God is our audience, but like who, Mm -hmm. it's just, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's more like taping a live a, a show to a live studio audience than anything else. Yeah. And nobody ever nobody ever trained for this, taught us how to do it, even thought about it. So we're just trying to figure it out, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Brian? Like, what are you guys seeing for uh, like percentage of people that have come back to the to the room? I think we we're probably we had a plan in place for like res, RSVPing or whatever and we didn't use it for a really long time but one of our services which always was our largest service 915 on Sunday morning it it has been the one that has grown okay so we had to institute the RSVP thing um a, co- a few weeks ago and i think that's going okay I mean, we're probably in that 20, 25%. Um, uh, that's a guess on my part of, of the people who are coming. But yet the online numbers are still what, so much larger than they used to be. And they're from, when we track locations, they're from really unique parts of the country that, yeah. you know, Arizona is a really big area for us for some reason, even yeah. though we're in central Indiana. So hmm. Man, it is it is really it is really a challenge. And um, man, if you're out there listening to this and you're doing the jobs that the three of us do, uh, man, we're praying for you because this is a. Uh, Scott's right. This is a, this is way longer than any of us thought. Yeah, I, I would say we're you know where I'm at now at TC3, we're probably thirty percent back in the room but we mm. and we even opened early like we opened the first week of june like we were like in the area one of the first churches to come back and all that kind of stuff and it's it's taken time um to do that but our, our you know the online numbers are still super strong and then um i actually monday is is my final day at tc3 and uh you know i'm, I'm transitioning out to tulsa oklahoma and the church out there they're not even opening until next year mm-hmm. wow. so they're going to just remain online through the rest of the year so they are not Really, you know, they've been doing a, a really good job online. So they, you know, they've not needed to, which has helped them kind of, you know, knock out some things that needed to be done in the midst of this. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's a weird and crazy time. Amazing. I mean, I know like, even though we, we're back 30%, I almost can find no greeters. You can almost find, yeah. it's just a struggle every week yeah. trying to get those, those <clears throat> volunteer positions filled up, you know? So it's a and challenge, the other thing, man. And the other thing we're noticing is like a lot of the people are coming in person now are like faces we've never seen before. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of like fresh faces, which is amazing, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's, 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 it's just craziness out there. So. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, uh, man, we, we, one of the things, you know, we've been super passionate about, we talked a little bit at the beginning here is the experience conference. And so that happens in, golly, what do we got? Three weeks now, boys? I think so. Coming up. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we're all, all three of us are going to be there. Um, Scott is opening up the conference. He's the speaker the, that first Tuesday night, which is amazing. Um, we're doing a live taping of a podcast again. Brian and I are, to get, are getting a chance to uh, teach a breakout session while we're there. And so, man, if you haven't signed up for experience yet, I totally suggest coming. They have some really solid safety precautions in place when it comes to social distancing. Um, you know, chairs are six feet apart, masks. I know the conference themselves bought the the spray units to go walk around and after each session spray the chairs down and 
um, you know, sanitation stations around and things like that. So they've got a really solid plan working with the Gaylord Palms Hotel. And uh, we, they just announced Mac Powell is coming. I know Phil Wickham's going to be there. Uh, Carrie Job and her husband Cody are going to be there. Um, it's just going to be a really incredible time. And if you've never been to the Experience Conference, I mean, if you could sit down with myself, with Brian, with Scott, we would tell you stories of how that conference radically changed our ministry trajectory yeah. from a refreshing standpoint, yeah. um, you know, and all of that kind of stuff and how it is, it's been something that's helped us to maintain health and things along those lines in, in ministry. So man, if you haven't signed up yet, highly suggest it. And here's the thing, like they're not paying us to say this right now. This is literally the like the outflowing of our hearts mm -hmm. for what this conference means to us. And so we're excited. And then Scott, you got something kind of cool coming out of the conference, don't you? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm going to launch, uh, release uh, my second book. And uh, I'm not releasing the title yet, but I'll tell you this. Um, if you wrestle with anxiety or worry or fear or guilt, uh, or anything like that, uh, this is, a, I think, is going to be a strong resource to help. It's a simple system to help us capture thoughts and to make them obedient to Christ and to find freedom. Like I uh, I think a lot of us have wrestled with, with fear and anxiety and worry in this season, and I, I've got a bent towards that anyway, and so I tell some pretty mm -hmm. vulnerable stories, and then uh, and then it's a simple system that I use um, to help capture to ca capture those thoughts. So we're going to launch that at the uh, at the experience conference. Uh, so September seventh is the the release date of the book. You can order that online. We'll tell you how to do that. Hopefully, we'll push some stuff out through uh, WLP, and um, it will be uh, it'll be live at the, the conference uh, conference there too. So yeah, yeah, I'm like I'm. I'm pretty fired up. I gave some, there's some people along the way as I was finishing the manuscript who are like, man, I'm really wrestling right now. I'm not in a great place right now. And I just said, let me, I've got this, I've got this tool that I'm working on, this resource. Let me just send it to you. It's, it's pretty rough anyway. And the people that I've sent it to, uh, which weren't a ton, um, but just some really good feedback on, man, this was really helpful in helping me getting, mm. uh, getting mm. a grip on some of my thoughts and, and really great. doing what the scripture says. Romans 12, Romans 12 says that we are, transformed by the renewal of our mind. We're transformed by the renewal mm. of our mind, that there is power when we change our mind, our life changes. As a matter of fact, there's, mm, a, mm. there's a scientific study that says if you pray for uh, eight minutes, uh, I'm sorry, for 12 minutes a day for eight weeks, if you pray 12 minutes a day for eight weeks, there is a noticeable difference in your brain to the point that you can notice the difference on a brain scan. Wow. Gee whiz. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. It's like it's That's like awesome. the Bible actually is true. True <laughs> <laughs> or sure, sure false? True sure or false? The name of the book is Big Tasty: A Hero's Journey. <laughs> you you would sell zero copies. That's amazing. <laughs> A hero's journey. Yes. I would totally. I would totally buy that book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So. Y'all got to come because you need to get a copy of Scott's new book. Absolutely. And he'll, he'll even sign it for you, which is crazy. I mean, yeah, we'll do a six foot, six, six foot distancing. Like, oh, this, he's uh, got a big old what? long Sharpie. <laughs> he's got a, a six foot long Sharpie <laughs> for doing book signings. <laughs> you know, and one of the other things we're super excited about when it comes to the experience conference is our partners at Five Words Media will be launching the round two of Free Church AV. And so if you've not heard of Free Church AV, um, this is a giveaway that you can sign up for. 
um, where if your church is picked, they will do a, a AVL install in your church worth up to two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Like you heard what I said, two hundred thousand dollars. And so they did this year for Hope Church in Danville, uh, Virginia, and uh, that that install was about one hundred sixty thousand dollars of free gear um, that they didn't pay a dime for. So that's going to be launching in again at the experience conference. And so we're super, super hyped to get to be part of that again. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Cool. It was guys. just last year at the experience conference where they sat down with us and said, Hey, we have an idea and we're looking for somebody to help us get the word out. And I was like, kind of listening. And then I was like, wait a minute. What did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Dan looked at you and said, Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> Powerful, man. Awesome. Yeah. Super, super awesome. So, well, guys, why don't we uh, jump into the first segment of our podcast, our fan favorite portion called Per Concerns. Every week on the Worship Leader Pals podcast, you guys, the WLP Nation, have been incredible to send in to us all the crazy things that people will put on the uh, welcome card, the connection card, whatever you call it, at your church, um, in the how can we be praying for you section. And we have had some doozies uh, through 92 episodes of this podcast. And so we like to read these because it really does help the church world feel just a little bit smaller when you realize you're not the only one having some of this crazy stuff happen to you. So Brian, what do we got this week? Let's jump right in. Prayer concern number one. Number one. This would be better if Raquel wasn't singing. <laughs> Live stream. Just, just out there and loving it. Poor Raquel. Yeah. I feel bad for Raquel. I know, right? Raquel, we don't we yeah. don't know you, but you didn't deserve that. Yeah. No, I like to think she was just she was just throttling oceans. Ooh, and somebody just good. didn't like. That's how I like to think of it. Yeah. I think that's good. Okay. Number two. Prayer concern. <laughs> Poor Raquel. In honor of Raquel. Prayer, prayer concern number two. An older gentleman approached me one Sunday and very seriously asked, are you doing okay? I said, yes. He asked, do you need some money? You know, to buy some new jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and the disclaimer, you know I love my ripped jeans. You know what, though? I just say, say yes every time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and go buy another pair of ripped jeans. <laughs> oh my gosh, that, that's so kind of you. Thank you very right, much. Exactly. And then Look. show up with even ripped up more Latin than the following week. <laughs> Look at these. I, I really wanted these, but I couldn't get them. <laughs> oh, my oh man. All right. Number three. Number three. Prayer concern number three. One of our members pulled me aside last Sunday to share with me in detail his vision of us doing a hymn one Sunday that would start with him walking down the aisle toward the stage, leading the song with a spotlight. And he's not on our team. (laughs) I'm a part of the family of God. Spotlight. I want you to picture some dry ice fog coming down the ground. The B3 slowly swells in. I need that sub kick in. But it's not about me. It reminds me of... It reminds me of that scene in School of Rock where Jack Black is like, lights, now picture pyro. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Okay, hang on. I got lost in my... Okay, here it is. Number four. This is number four. Sorry, I got lost on my phone. Number four. 
I couldn't find your live stream on the Zoom. I'll have to have someone show me where it is on the Zoom. <laughs> think what a, channel is YouTube again, Brian? <laughs> exactly. I think we have a misunderstanding, maybe. What we have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> what if that was my wasn't that my dad? I don't want to throw him under the bus, but he'll never listen to a podcast because he doesn't know what they are. But he, every time he talks, I, I always just sit in his house. Uh, Yesterday, and he's like, I said, have you talked to, to, to Bob in Canada? He's like, no, I was thinking I need to send him a wire. That's a that's an email, is a is a wire. So my dad, you know, it's like, hey. That's it, I'm adopting that. Is that two shorts, that is that two shorts and a long, or is that a long and two shorts? I'm not sure. Well, I, got, I got lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number five. Oh, my gosh. Prayer concern number five. Last one, bottom of the pudding cup. A congregant we lovingly refer to as Papa Maraca approached our drummer one Sunday and said, I could really tell you were relying on me for your rhythm today. <laughs> Papa Maraca. I want to know Papa Maraca. I want I Papa Maraca to come to my church. Papa Maraca. Right? Oh, now, oh, no. This is the, the, we could get a lot of mileage out of this. Papa Maraca. So is he, he's just a dude? Is he part of the worship team or anything? Or is he just a dude? I, I think he's just a member of the congregation. Parent. That just shows up with his own maracas. Papa Maraca. <laughs> Papa Maraca. <laughs> Uh, we need to dig. We need to dig into that and find out what's where that where that came from. That's like exactly. that has T-shirt potential. That's like it's like yes. the male, oh, yeah Papa Maraca. <laughs> it's like the male version of Karen. I feel like I want to. <laughs> I want to change my Xbox name now to Papa Maraca. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm playing Fortnite, you were just eliminated by Papa Maraca. <laughs> that would be incredible. Well, guys, thank you so much for sending in your prayer concerns to the Worship Leader Profs podcast. All you got to do, if you'd like us to read your prayer concerns, is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the Prayer Concerns tab, and there you will find a place that you um, can put in all of that into a little form. And uh, we'd love to read that here on the podcast. We don't ask for your name or your church's name. It is completely anonymous. So, guys, thank you so much uh, for, for being a part. Well, boys. Let's get into uh, our final uh, portion of the podcast this week called Sliding into the DMs. So uh, sliding into the DMs for us is we get a lot of questions in, in, in the DMs of our various social media platforms we're a part of. And uh, we like to bring some of those questions here to the podcast uh, so we can kind of expound a little bit more on it. And one of the things that we have heard recently uh, because all of us are probably in this mode is when we need new gear or we need to ask for money from leadership, how, what are some ways to approach that? Um, you know, and, and so it's interesting. You've got a worship pastor here, you got a production pastor and you got a lead pastor here. Um, so guys, what I'd like to talk about a little bit today is, you know, maybe Brian and, and for me, like how we have approached going to leadership to ask for funds for a project or something along those lines. And then also I think it'd be really helpful, Scott, to hear from you, like as the senior leader that is getting these quotes pushed across your desk, what are the things that you're looking for that brings you confidence in what these guys are bringing forth to you? So I think this could be uh, super helpful because all of us right now, you know, maybe we've been tasked with, we need to up the game on live streaming 
or, you know, Brian, you know, maybe you're like, Hey, I need some more this, that, and the other, and that's going to cost money. So why don't we just share a little bit? Let's start with Brian. So like if you're going to leadership and asking for funds for something, what are some of the things you're keeping in mind as you develop that ask? Well, I think first of all, there is an excellent chance that your leadership will not understand what you're asking for, how you're going to use it, how does it help the message of the gospel to go forward? Because yeah. they they don't live in your world. So they're not going to probably understand why you need whatever is yeah. insert piece of gear or membership to some thing or whatever. So I find information, this is not rocket science. Like information is the most helpful thing. Mm, this is good. what it is. This is why I need it. This is how it helps the message of the gospel go forward in our context. And so information is very, very important. Now you can, give the best justification and the best information in the world. And they still may say no. You know, I've said this before. Our executive guy will say, I really wish there was a tree out back behind the sanctuary that I could go to and just pick all the money off that I need for that day. But I, he said, I've been looking. I haven't found that tree yet. So <laughs> the, the bucket is only so big and, you know, or the pie can only be cut into so many pieces. And so, um, I think tying it, even when you're leading your teams, whatever, tying it to the why. This is why we need it. This is how it helps us. That's been my approach. That's good. Um, one of the things I have found is along the lines of Brian, information. Um, Jerry Newman shared with me once that when you're asking for like a big ask, having it all down on paper Absolutely. when you give it to them there's something about the fact that you took the time to lay it all out that helps bring a little more legitimacy to what you're doing. So it's not just sit down and you sit and go, okay, so I think we want to do this, this, and that. We need this, and we need $5,000 to make that happen. And they're like, oh, okay. And then then what my experience is, then it's like, well, all right, well, who have you talked to? Who's the research you've done? But when you've laid all that down on paper, like, um, you know, I had once some of the guys from the new church were like, hey, we'd like to do A, B, and C. And I was like, all right, well, while I, you know, until I get there, I'd like you to lay out, you know, kind of the first section of like, here's how our process is right now. Here's a cost analysis of what, what we're doing now. Here's the thing we want to go to give some explanation of why, what's the cost savings over the long, you know what I'm saying? So like when we sit down then to go and to give this thing over to ask for funds, it's, will be very well thought out into why we've done that. Because like, Typically, our money guys or ladies that are in charge of these things, they're 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 a, a by the numbers kind of no cut and dry kind of a person. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, kind of putting it in terms that they can understand is super helpful. And then the other thing I find is multiple quotes. Like, if I'm looking mm -hmm. for gear, you have to shop it because the the leadership's gonna want to know that you like did due diligence to bring that forward. And then the other thing I found. And this, this was something that happened very early with the church that I'm at now. Whatever leadership decides to go with, even if it maybe wasn't your top plan, support it. Yep. You know, so like when I first got to TC3, we needed a lighting console. I brought quotes, blah, blah, blah. We did whatever. P senior pastor came to me. and was like, well, I found it here for this. 
And I was like, man, I don't, I don't know that I would go that route. So I called him up and I just said, here's the deal. Um, here's, here's, here's what I would like to, I'd like to have an opportunity to share my thoughts on this, but what I need you to know is this at the end of the day, I don't hold the checkbook. I don't know how much money the church has. So what I'm going to tell you is whatever you decide to do, I've got your back. I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader and we'll never talk about it again. So he gave me a chance to share why I thought we needed to go in a certain direction. He called me back the next day. I was like, Hey man, just with where we are right now, we need to go this way. And, and I was like, great. And you'll never hear about it again from me. And I will support it. He told me Aaron, that meant a lot to him for, cause to, you know what I mean? Cause if, if you, at the end of the day, those guys are the ones making the decision. They have to, if you did your work, you gave them plenty of information to make an informed decision, support it. Hmm. Don't like right. complain to this right. guy over here and this guy over there, support it, be a cheerleader, run it out. So hmm. yeah, I think also you have to realize that, that you're not the only one asking for money. You know, and so Ooh, who, that's that's good. <clears throat> whoever your whoever your money person is, whether it's your senior pastor or your you know exec pastor, or whatever, you know, multiple people coming in. Now it, he should have it, or the, she he or she should have it organized in terms of should be a budget. You know, is this in budget? Is this out of budget? And sometimes we're you know coming like, oh, we really need this. Um, well, did you not know that you needed this uh, seven months ago when budget was supposed to be put in? You know, so you have to you have to anticipate. Mm. Uh, I think about it like this. When I was, uh, my kid, my oldest daughter, I don't know how she was, I don't know how old she was. She was super young. We're, we were checking out at Walmart in the, in the, the aisle there waiting, <clears throat> waiting to check out. And the, the candy is strategically placed right in her eyesight, you know, and she just starts with oh, this, yeah. this meltdown, like, I want candy, I want candy, I want candy. I'm like, you're not getting candy. It's this battle that's going on. And finally she just screamed at the top of her lungs, my tummy needs candy. My tummy needs candy. And sometimes there's a perception that your tummy needs candy because yeah. there's a lot there 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 are a lot of worship and production folks who love the candy of the latest. And my tummy needs candy. My tummy needs movers. My tummy needs this. My tummy it needs that. And just because you saw it doesn't mean that you need it. And so to me, just like Brian says, like it all goes back to mission. It all goes back to mission. Yeah. So the decider has to decide uh, with mission. So when you're coming with purchases, I want to know what is this going to, how is this going to aid in our mission? Now, the hard part is that with gear, it is expensive and the shelf life is incredibly short, mm. right? Obsolete in so two true. years. So you come back, you're like, why did I just spend 35000 on a console or even 3000 on a console? Now you're telling me that it's like a boat anchor. Like, well, that's yeah. unfortunately the industry that, that we're living in right now. And I need to know that, that, you're, that you're in a place where like, man, we're trying to make, make it work as long as, as much as we can. But like you guys said, if we do this, here's the change that's going to happen. And so I want to take, I want to find out the mission. You guys have talked about this so well. I want to find out the mission of, of senior leadership. We're going this way. In order to get us there, we're going to need A, B, and C. And I would expect that our team is uh, buying smart because you can waste a load of money Boy, you sure in can. this area. And guys, mm. we've got to be good oh, yeah. stewards. You know, we have people who are tithing mm. and giving and doing it sacrificially. And so I want to be able to look uh, look a giver in the eye and say, yes, that console was very expensive, but let me tell you why it was a great investment because it's able to do A, B, and C and move our mission. Um, so I, I think you buy smart. I also think you sell smart. 
It bothers me when I go into a back room of a church and I just see a bunch of used good equipment that may be worth 25% of uh, the value that, you know, the original the original price, but it's still worth 25%. Let's get on eBay. Let's get motivated yeah. to, to move that so that we can put resources somewhere else. We, you know, our, our one of our production guys just uh, had bought a bunch of lights and then like three weeks later found a touring company selling stuff at an incredibly uh, large discount. So he returned everything that he had originally bought and loaded in. And so we got, we got better because he had done a done a ton of research on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am listening for heart issues on on this kind of stuff, and if I ooh that's good yeah, wow. if yeah. I hear worship and production guys talking more about the their pedal board than they are about Jesus or the mission, mm. something's something's off in the heart. Now, do yeah, I, I love good. gear? I love gear. Like I, like like I, I'm a little bit of. I, I get it. Like I, I understand that, but the, it's just a tool. It's just a tool, and mm-hmm. so, so I'll, I want to listen to. I want to listen to heart and, um, man, I, I get it. I think you just have a conversation, and you also, as we're going into time right now, probably like like most folks, we're getting ready to go into budget time right now, and so our worship and production are looking and saying, okay, if we're going to do this, here's what it's going to mean. And right now, everybody's in a season where it's like you have the pressure of like, let's go, let's do live stream, let's do live stream, let's do live stream. And I just had a, I just had a seventy thousand um, dollar request come through our XP, and then uh, up to me, and I was like, my, and my my original thought is sticker shock. Okay, so you need to know that. Mm-hmm. So as you're starting out, whether you're whether it's a thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, it's sticker shock because. Your leadership yep. aren't aren't living it. They're 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 used to like well, uh, children's ministry. You know, they just wanted to spend two hundred fifty dollars a year on um, crackers, and now you're rolling in with yeah. whatever you're rolling in with, and so they're like, <laughs> "What? That's crazy! You can't. That's as much as a house. You can't." You let that wear down, and you say, "Here's why." And so it was a written proposal that came in, just like you guys said, and that was that was very helpful. Once the once it all kind of dropped down, I was like, "Okay, I see where you're going. Yes, this is going to help us accomplish accomplish our mission." Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and I know for me, one of my hearts in this is because, especially the production guy, like nothing I ask for is cheap. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's yeah. sort of the name of the game. But I think showing leadership that you keep the widow's might always in mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like somebody could have given the last 10 bucks they had in their bank account to the Lord. And we have to honor that Absolutely. when we're making these asks. And then the other thing I think too is like, um, if if you're on the the other side of the table, I'm sorry, you're on the side of the table giving the quotes and all you know proposals in. Like, if somebody gets sticker shock, if somebody says, "Man, can you just what what else can you do?" You can't take it personally. Yeah. Like, even if you spent three weeks putting this thing together, like if if a, if a leader's like, "Man, I just." Can, you know, what can we shave off? And you're like, I, I shaved it. Like, no, stop. Right, right. Check yourself. You know what I mean? Like, again, like just going in there, knowing that like, Hey, I, we're trying to do this thing. Right. We're trying to get everybody on board. You know what I mean? Like, cause I think that pays dividends. If you go, Hey, let me, you know what? Let me take it back to the, to the workshop back there and let's see what we can really shave off. You know what I mean? And so like, it, and I think that helps with leaders if they see that like, okay, they went back, they did a, B and C brought it back. All right. Now, if they feel really good about that, then th- the next time they're going to also feel good about what you're doing. So absolutely. Um, absolutely. And yeah. it's, you know, 
we've talked so many times, like the burden that we carry is sizable, Jeremy, you and I, it's a sizable, it's every weekend. But this guy, the burden he carries is what we carry to the power of a thousand or a million or whatever. Like we don't have our eyes on every detail of the church, like the senior leader does. And so we just have to always remember, man, uh, that it's important to us and our world is this big, but his, he's got to have his eyes on the whole thing and make the whole thing keep working. Yeah. So let's, let's do a little, little role play. Uh, uh, Brian really quick, just ask me, ask me for something. Hey, Scott, can I have a thousand dollars? No, you cannot. Next. Um, can I try? Sure. Hey, um, Hey, church leader. So I really want to take some time to disciple my team and I really think I can do that through Scott Longyear's new book. I'd like $750 to buy a copy of Big Tasty, A Hero's Journey, and I'd like to take my team through that. What do you think about that? I have heard nothing but good about Big Tasty. And so I would be willing, actually, to give $7,500 and have all the churches of our city come underneath his leadership. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, but in all it. seriousness, you see how Jeremy led, like, hey, I, I, I want to yeah. lead with mission and and discipleship and and all that. And I would I I would also you don't want to go in and and just do this like your own idea. Like, hey, I'm hearing that you want to do this with some multiple camera angles. Would you like me to get put together a proposal on that? Sure. Okay, here's what you need to know. Like it's gonna you're gonna have sticker shock. I'm gonna bring you some giant numbers because da da da. And it's also great to say I've talked to four other churches. I've talked to some of my production friends and what they're doing. I've talked to my worship leader friends and what they're doing. Here's what I'm finding. One guy said, do not do this because the the ROI, the return on investment on it is not good. You can get by if you mm. do this. I think we can. You didn't, da, da. So you, you kind of like, it's the meeting before the meeting. You kind of soften it like you, this is a going to be yeah. a, a giant number. Yep. Yeah. That's and, good. and you know what? Timing is also very important. Yeah. If your pastor just came out of an elders meeting when he got his teeth kicked in over something, don't go in the next morning and ask for 50 grand for whatever, for anything. Don't go in the next day and ask for anything. Go in and ask how you can pray for him and take him to lunch or whatever. Timing is so important. And that, that has been a hard lesson for me to learn. Mm. Uh, Yeah. So discernment, man. Absolutely. I'll add to that. The location is important. You know, don't don't ask for something so important in the hallway. Like sit down and have, and have, have <laughs> yeah. a conversation about it. In the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 92. If if you have anything you would want us to talk about here on the podcast, just uh, hit us up in our DMs and uh, throw in those questions in. And we love to to answer those. And we'll do our best to answer everything that comes in. We work really hard. And a lot of times if we don't, if we don't know the answer, we know somebody who does. And so we'll connect you with somebody who can help. So guys, we're just really thankful for you guys uh, listening to 92 episodes of this podcast. We got episode 100 coming soon. We still don't know what we're going to do, but we'll do something special for episode 100, right, right BT? We got to do something special. And and you know what? There's so many things going on with WLP right now. I, I know it, it may feel like... Uh, we're hitting you with a lot and we probably are because the task ahead of us is great. So keep the coaching network on your radar. Um, We're now over 200 registrants and we've had some 
unbelievable sessions. This last session, our good friend and our one of our coaches, Heath Bottomley, jumped in to talk about how to build teams and the different kinds of worship leaders. And that was um, that was kind of mind blowing to me. Like, are you a worship pastor? Are you a worship artist? Are you a worship leader? It just was really great. So you can go to our website and register for the coaching network. Um, we've had some amazing surprise guests. We've had our friend Brooke Nichols from Toronto led us in incredible worship in this last time. We've had Mac Brock, we've had Chris McClarney, and we've got someone lined up for this next really? session as well. So, yep. But the only way to get it is you have to you have to register. You have to register. Yeah. And it's zero dollars. It's going to be so a game changer. I really believe in that. I believe in that. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to episode 92 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Till next time. See ya. Deuces. Arrivederci.